Hey, what's going on, everybody? Hey, guys. Oh, boy, oh, boy. It this is a run job. <laughs> yeah, this, it's been a minute since we've done the uh, done a live stream. So, yeah, there we are. Okay. <laughs> Making sure we're on there. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Geeking Poetic Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Larry Roberts. This uh, Randy Romulan over here next to me <laughs> is none other than... Megan Guess. And we are here to talk about what today? Picard season three. Yeah, we've been here. we've been waiting a while for this, man. We we love us some Picard. We love us some Star Trek. Um, yeah. For those that don't know, if you didn't happen to uh, watch or listen to us back in the day when we did this, um, we did recap things uh of season one and two two yep i think for season one you and i and Vito, our old uh co-host we actually like watched it like uh, in real time we did yes we sure did yeah that was uh here talk to your mic a little bit i can't hardly hear you hi how's it going can you hear me now yep i can hear you now good all right so yeah we did that that had some problems because we kept getting paramount kept hitting us with all sorts of strikes Blockers. because god forbid we showed even three seconds of any of their footage so we won't be doing that this time when we did the second season i think we just did like a season recap kind of thing or something like that i believe we? so yes yeah so this time because we're doing the live stream thing now we have decided that we're going to do this hopefully every thursday uh the, episode by episode yeah exactly the new episode comes out early thursday morning and then by thursday evening you're gonna see our see our mugs yeah that's what i was just gonna say see our goofy mugs here talking about uh picard so it's exciting stuff going on with picard this time around it's very exciting because i mean gosh it's it's a little bit different than what we had with the first two seasons every season so far has been way different than the other one yeah yeah it definitely has and I'll get into it more as we talk about the episode, but just going by the first episode, there's definitely things I like better that I'm seeing here in the new episode, but there's a few things that I'm kind of um, a little critical of, but again, I won't get too far ahead of myself and everything with this. Yeah, I have a few criticisms myself. Do you? Okay. A couple. Yeah, we haven't had any chance that... We literally watched it and ran downstairs. Uh, Right. (laughs) The cool thing about this is that doing it this way, um, we don't really have time to prepare for it. I mean, I'll, I'll pull up some, you know, photos and things for you guys to look at when it's pertinent to what we're talking about. But other than that, this is raw. <laughs> We're going in raw. We don't even know what each other thinks yet. No, no, really don't. So this is going to be interesting. Um, gosh, where do we even start? I mean... What was your overall take? My overall... Are you liking it? Are you not liking it? Are you my overall excited t- to see where it goes? Yeah. What are you thinking? My overall take is that I'm liking it. Um, it's really Star Trekky. I mean, I, I felt... I, I as... We know, and you should go back and watch our reviews of season one and two, just because we said so. But I, uh, anybody that knows us knows that we were pretty big fans. Now, not without our criticism, but overall, we were pretty big fans of season one and two. I thought season one was good. I thought season two was better. Right? Yes, I enjoyed the ride, even though they were slow, but I don't know about the endings. Yeah, the endings of both of them were 
just yeah, seemed rushed. Sketchy. And yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I'm really hoping that's not going to be the case this time around. Uh, we will see. Um, but I will say that as much as I enjoyed those other two seasons, this one definitely right off the bat, it feels like Star Trek. Like the other seasons, I can't I can't necessarily say that. There were moments, there were points where it was like, oh man, that's so Star Trek. Like that that's classic. Like even and it's not just about having old characters. Old <laughs> characters that we're familiar with that we love are, are great. That's cool. But it's not just about that. There's just an overall vibe, the way it looks, the fact that it's out in space on a on a ship, you know, it just everything the way it was paced and all that stuff, it felt more like a next gen kind of episode. I can go with that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So overall, I'm really loving that aspect of it. I love that it's so trekky. It feels familiar while still feeling new. Um, yeah, that's so that's my general assessment of this. What about you? Um, I am very excited to see where this goes. I yeah. heard very good things about this season, and I really hope it lives up to it. But I am kind of worried that we're going to get a rush job at the end of it again. Okay. Based well, on I, what I've heard. Oh, really? Well, see, I don't know what you've heard exactly. I, well, main thing I've heard is that, you know, the, the people have seen okay. six episodes, and there's ten, and they're like, there's still a ton of ground to cover. We love the pace that's going on right now. It's not super slow or anything like that, like the other ones were. Like right. a whole lot of buildup. Like, okay, come on, get to where we're going here. It has nothing like that. But after episode six, we only have four more episodes, and they said there's so much more to still we got to get into. Okay. So I was like, oh, I really hope they don't rush this again. But I'm I'm very excited to see where this goes. Yeah. Yeah, me me as well. That's that's I didn't know that and that's concerning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's my it's one of my main concerns. Yeah. But I should before we get any further into this. Okay. There will likely be spoilers at some point during this. So if you don't want spoilers, check out now, come back after you watch the episode. Yeah, 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 exactly. And then let us know what you think. Exactly. So, okay. You All may right. continue. So now you've been warned, <laughs> you've been warned. so <laughs> you know, cut yourself off if you don't want to know. So <laughs> People like Angie, if you're watching this, you don't watch this yet. And you still you, have to catch up. <laughs> you still got to catch up. So. Beat it until you watch the rest of it and then come back. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, getting into, we, we said we'd recap a little bit. So basically what, what happens, I'll try to do it as quickly as possible. This episode starts out with the reintroduction of an old beloved character, Beverly Crusher. Um, but she's not doing her normal. Were you crushing her? <laughs> boy oh boy <laughs> she's I... still hot yeah she's a beautiful woman yeah she's she's aged well okay. you know and she's great she's she's awesome yeah she's a favorite veto i'm sure would be crushing on her if he's watching it right now <laughs> but um it starts out with beverly uh not doing her normal kind of passive you know uh peaceful doctorly thing she's in the middle of some some shit for, you know forgive my, my language yeah she's being pursued by some attackers we're not on star trek we can cuss oh that's, that's right it's okay right that's right them not so much yeah on on picard i forget they actually like cuss now which is really weird yeah but Anyway, so Beverly is being pursued by some attackers. We don't know who they are. We don't know why. All we know is that 
Uh, she ends up getting injured, and in her desperate moments, she sends a coded message out into space to be uh, intercepted or received by her old captain and her old flame of sorts. Lava. Yeah, her flame <laughs> of sorts, Jean-Luc Picard. Now, she and Jean-Luc have not talked to each other reportedly in over 20 years. We come to find out that Beverly has not talked to any of the old crew. She cut everybody off. Yeah. Which is odd. It is very odd, and we don't we don't know why that is yet. Um, of course, Jean-Luc is under the impression that that has to do with the fact that... They had a big fight. They had a fight. They had a fling. You know, if you watched the seven seasons and the four movies of Next Gen, you know that there was always that kind of... Will they, won't they? Right, right. And then they did. And then they... And then it ended badly. Yeah. So the best thing you do is just cut them off. That's well, the easiest way to get over somebody, right? Well... Supposedly, I or mean, was there something more? I think there was something more personally. Yeah. They haven't revealed that yet, although we do get to something at the very end of the episode that it's like, uh oh, oh, hmm. <laughs> what's this? So, uh, meanwhile, Jean Luc, you know, he's back at his uh vineyard with uh Maris, is that her name? Laris, 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 sorry. Wait, you'd think I'd remember Larry and Laris, right? <laughs> um, she he's back with uh Laris, his Romulan lover, <laughs> and uh, they're talking about going on a vacation, they're sort of closing up shop there and packing things away at the chateau. Picard is talking about how he's ready to he ready to let go of old stuff. He wants new adventures in his life. All this kind of stuff. Laris is not so sure, and rightfully so, because she's very perceptive. What? I, I thought that was odd, because wasn't like the whole past two seasons all her, but you, you're so stuck in your past, you got to get past it. And then she's like, the past is okay. You yeah. need the past. She's like... What bitch? You're the one that was like, you need to get over it before we can do anything. Well, I mean, or that's whatever. Very typically female of her to be like. All right, that, so. that's true. All right, continue. <laughs> well, I know can't it, fight that. I, I'm, I'm joking around. In all seriousness, I think that it it means different things. I think what she was talking about in the past, if especially when you look at what was going on with him in season two, he was hanging on to a lot of negative stuff. He was hanging on to things that were causing him a lot of unrest. And, and not being able to, like, move forward. Um, now I think it's it's a little different. I think that she's worried that... I also think she was just kind of worried that he's sort of bullshitting himself is more to the is. point. Oh, yeah, well, As it's... As always. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I think that was kind of more of her point, was just being like, you know, you don't have to put up this whole front, whether it's to me or to yourself, that you are, uh, you know... Putting everything behind you because I, you know, I know you better than that. Yeah. So, um, that's, uh, that's where all that is at. And then all of a sudden in the midst of that, he comes to find his old communicator and realizes he's getting this coded message. Uh, he figures out that it's gotta be some, something important because who would be sending him a message on his old communicator from 20 plus years ago? Sees the message, he and Laris both come to the realization that he's going to have to do something about this. But uh, Beverly was pretty explicit in the, her brief uh, distress call that, like, do not trust anybody, don't get Starfleet involved. That obviously gets tricky. So he reaches out to the only person he knows 
to reach out to that he can trust. Who else can he trust but his number one? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Will Riker. So right there, we've got like a winning combo. Now, we've seen Riker in the other seasons and stuff like that, you know, a little bit and everything, and it made for some good comedic moments. Never too much Riker. <laughs> no, but especially in the way they're doing this, because this feels like the old buddy team, you know, kind of happening again. And yeah. And again, from what I'm hearing, yeah. Riker is really going to shine in this season. Oh, I... He, he's got a great storyline coming up. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So he, he's going to be amazing. I can't wait to see what this is. Wow. Okay, hmm. Continue. Okay. Yeah, see, you know so much more. This is really unusual because right? anybody that knows me knows that I'm the spoiler. Like, yeah. I go and read up as much as I possibly can. I, I don't like surprises. And Meg's like, don't spoil it. Don't spoil <laughs> it. Now this time, man, I was, miss, I was, miss I was so excited. I couldn't wait. Yeah. I need to know. Apparently, because you just know all sorts of stuff, and I, I'm in the dark over here. I got the six episodes, and you didn't. Yeah. I didn't share. You what? I'm, I'm totally kidding. You watched six episodes? <laughs> no. Holy cow. Wow. That'd be sweet if I got them, though. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be pretty pretty mean if I didn't share them. Yeah, that would be pretty mean. <laughs> um. Anyway, so he goes to Riker, and Riker and he realize that they are going to have to go out there and rescue her or whatever, figure out what's going on with her. They come to figure out and determine that she's like outside of Federation space and some weird... Doctors Without Borders kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And what is she uh, up to out there? Who knows? Um, but so they decide they're going to do that, but without being able to involve Starfleet, they have to essentially go hijack a ship. So there's a lot of, first of all, there's a lot of callback. There's this whole episode, I feel like in so many ways, this episode was massive fan service without feeling like shoving it down our throat yeah without feeling overly gratuitous you know what i mean like first of all just the whole thing where picard is now an admiral he's going to go on this other ship and he's going to do you know an inspection quote unquote and everything and then next thing you know he's out there on his own mission kind of commandeering the ship, you know, taking it over. I mean, it doesn't work out exactly like that. Not yet. They don't comm commandeer the sh whole ship exactly. They end up just stealing a, a shuttle. Uh, yeah. <laughs> stealing a shuttlecraft and everything. But it's very Star Trek II, Wrath yeah. of Khan. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it, there's, a, there's a lot of Star Trek II there. Um, even, even the scene when they're shuttling towards the ship and everything, that reminds me of the, the infamously, thankfully this was only like a minute long compared to the <laughs> 40 minute scene, you know what I'm talking about, yes. from, Star, from Star Trek to motion Going picture. Going in to see the new retrofitted yeah. Yeah. Enterprise. Yeah. yeah. You remember that whole mm -hmm. thing from the motion picture? It was, it, 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 the way they shot it, it's, it mirrors that, but yeah. done tastefully and brief and stuff there's a there's all sorts of like little easter eggs and stuff at one point picard is holding the the whistle flute thing that he plays that that's become like a famous meme mm -hmm. gif now and everything um there's a lot of really cool stuff like that even even mentioning certain planets rigel seven and stuff like that i mean that goes all the way back to the cage 
you know, yep. with with, uh, with what's his nuts with Pike, Pike and everything yes. on, on <laughs> yeah on being on Rigel Seven. There's so much Saurian, Saurian wine or ale brandy. or whatever, brandy. Yeah, Saurian brandy. Like there's all sorts of really cool little, just little nuggets, but not stuff that I think takes away from the no. important no, stuff in the story. No, I think it's tastefully done. So anyway, they end up they end up getting on this ship and uh, it ends up being Will's old ship, right? The that Titan. He, yep. The Titan, mm-hmm. yes. It has a new captain. Fuck that dude! Oh my god, that guy. We'll get. We'll talk more about him later. Yeah, he's he's uh, Captain Shaw. Yeah, Shaw. He's he's a piece of work. But anyway, they've got a new captain. But more importantly, they have a uh, the uh, first uh, officer, officer. First commander. Yeah, the commander on that ship is none other than Seven of Nine. Annika. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know. This asshole captain of hers makes her go by her human name and everything because, you know, he's got this grudge against her for being Borg and all this stuff because he's a dickhead. But he's got any- a grudge against everybody. Oh, He's the worst. He just sucks. He man. might. I don't know. Was he going to be worse than What's Your Nuts from the past two episodes? Oh, God. New Borg Queen? Oh, Jurati? Yeah, I don't think so. Dorati, yeah, I don't know. She, she, She's the she, worst. No, she wasn't. She's the worst. She, no, she wasn't. She wasn't that bad. You still hate her? I still hate her. Anyway. She redeemed herself. <laughs> she literally gave up everything to save everybody, okay? This she wouldn't be there guy, in the first place. Yeah, I guess so. But this guy, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so uh, they get on this ship. They are not, they are, they're, Tentatively welcomed by Seven, who's happy to see Picard. Uh, Shaw is not happy to see them at all. He does not hold them in high regard. He's he's this fucking stick in the mud. A lot of backhanded comments. Oh, barely, barely backhanded. backhanded. It was pretty much like right <laughs> in their face, just blatantly disrespecting them and everything. And you know, but then meanwhile, he's this guy that expects respect. You know, because I'm the captain. Fuck you, you ass. You know, so I, I I know you were telling me when we were coming down here, you were saying, oh, you know, because I was ranting about how much I hated this character. And she was saying to me that again, that I hear that he is going to basically redeem himself. We are going to love to hate him. Yeah. Now, whether that means like he's like con where he's just going to get out for revenge. But we, we love him anyway because, I mean, he's con. He's amazing. He's awesome. Right. He's a badass. Or is it going to be kind of more like Q where uh, he was so annoying in the beginning, but he comes around and he, he becomes a good friend and ally that uh, they could use in an odd, strange way. I guess it depends on who you talk to because there's a lot of people that still really hate Q. <laughs> Q was not, uh, was not a likable, likable <laughs> person by any stretch. So... I, I don't know. I, I don't know. But as of right now, I can't stand the guy. Yeah. And, and I know you were mentioning you were, you were pissed because you thought Riker and Picard should have put him in his place. Yeah. Right then and there. Right. But, and they would have if they were on official business for what they said they're there for. Oh. They would have done that. But they needed him to be on their side. So they need to keep their trap shut. I to try to get that shit. Okay, that's that's a fair point. I hadn't really thought about that. I guess, I guess that makes sense now. Yeah. But you know, sit I st- there and take their licks so they can get what they need in the end of it. Yeah. 
I I don't know. I I just I think uh, I think that guy. I I real I I kind of hope he winds up just being blasted off the ship into the vacuum, of, <laughs> the cold vacuum of space. You know yeah, what I mean? You are not alone. He he was awful, awful. So anyway, um, meanwhile, while they're dealing with that, and I haven't been bringing up any any pictures here and everything, but I I do want to get into some photographs here. Meanwhile, while they're they're dealing with that, um, you have. There we go. You have uh, Riker and Seven of Nine meeting each other for the first time, which is kind of interesting. That's another yeah. crossover of worlds. I forgot. They've never seen each other. That they've never met. Yeah. You know, we've kind of we got used to Picard and Seven of Nine being there with each other from the last season and everything. But meanwhile, Seven of Nine, not only is she frustrated because she's having to deal with this captain day in and day out who totally disrespects her, but. She knows better. She knows that there's something. Oh, yeah. She's on to them. She's like, why on earth would Picard be here with Riker doing some bullshit inspection thing? She knows that something else is up there. So, yeah. So, meanwhile, um, while all of that is going on, we get to catch up a little bit with a, in my opinion, a much beloved character from the past seasons and that is Rafi yes I was very excited to see Rafi again I didn't think any of the old guys were coming back but just Rafi it seems well you know I'm really happy that she's back because that is I guess I'll just get into it now the one one of my criticisms of this is while I understand that the opinions of the crowd out there was split on how much they liked or approved or didn't of season one and two of Picard. One of the things that I really liked about those seasons was I really liked a lot of the new characters Mm -hmm. and I'm kind of bummed that the only return character that from what I understand, unless maybe they do pop up at some point, the only return character is Rafi. Spoiler, it is. It is. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's a bummer, man, because I mean some of them I get why they're obviously as we know Gerardi can't be there because she's a bore mm-hmm. now. And the and, Romulan kid. He's dead. Yeah, well was he dead or they didn't bring him I thought they brought him back. No, I think he's dead. He's actually dead, dead, huh? Yeah, he's okay. dead, dead. All right. Well, because then, so there's that, and then uh, what's his what's his nuts uh, ended up staying back in the mm-hmm. past and everything to start a new Rios. life. Yeah, Rio started in the state in the past. Yeah. All right. I guess so. I guess that doesn't really leave a lot of people, but I don't know. They're all doing their own thing now. Yeah, I suppose. I just still kind of hoped, you know, that there'd be more. Even even Durati as 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 the Borg, you know, even her factoring in somehow again, I wouldn't be against that as long as it wasn't like the main crux of the story or something right, like yeah. that. But uh, anyway, so that that's kind of like my one letdown is that I I I was personally really invested in those stories and those characters. I really wasn't ready for them to be gone. As cool as it is to see next gen coming back, because for 
in all essence, this is next generation is what we're seeing here. First episode said so. Yeah, the, exactly. The first episode did just call Literally itself the next generation. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> it, it did say that. So anyway, um, but the, so the main thing is we've got Rafi. We have a little bit of an alarming situation with her because by all outward appearances, it looks like she's back on drugs again. Yeah. Which is not good. And we see her hanging out in some skeevy drug den place. And she's bugging some drug dealer guy, some Orion drug dealer guy, trying to get him to uh, give her information on something that she heard a rumor about because she got thrown out of Starfleet. And she knows if she gets this information, maybe they'll, you know, take You're her. You're going to let her back in. She just knows it. She just knows it and everything. And the guy gives her some information uh, a little bit reluctantly when she pays him <laughs> and she runs off. Well, thankfully we come to find out pretty quickly that it was all an act on her part. She is not back on the drugs, although it is very tough tempting. for her. Yeah. It's yeah. very tempting for her, but she's not back on the drugs. Um, she's undercover for Starfleet because apparently some, some technology and weapons and things that they'd been developing mass destruction yeah weapons of mass destruction have been uh stolen and they don't know by whom they they have no idea and they're really concerned about what's going to happen with this um we end up finding out before too long what's going to happen with this because as she's trying to figure out where the red lady is. Yeah, the red lady. What she is got, the red lady? She got this clue, and it turns out that the red lady is a statue of... Um, oh, Garrett? What was, was it Garrett? Or was it Rachel Garrett? Barrett? Or Garrett? Barrett, yeah. Uh, from Next Gen. That was a Next Gen episode. She died, and she was a hero, and so they're going to erect this statue of her over by this uh, Starfleet Academy. And so she races to go get there to try and warn them that, hey, I think you might be targeted by some terrorists, you know, with these with big ass weapons, with these weapons. <laughs> and she gets there just in time to be too late, <laughs> essentially, <laughs> because she sees that the place gets sucked into some kind of weird like hole like a, like a black hole portal it gets sucked in collapses and then drops back out again from another hole very rick and morty of them to do that actually <laughs> it was a total rick and morty moment but but much more terrifying it was awful yeah it was an awful yeah sad all the, you scene. can hear all the screams that, yeah. that was awful yeah it was, it was very sad so it sets us up to know that whatever we're dealing with with that is quite serious and you know this is this is there's going to be some uh some serious misery <laughs> ahead on this show now i don't know maybe you do how that is supposed to tie into what's going on with beverly out at the edge of space do you have... i do not have any leads on that yet no okay well apparently neither does uh picard and Riker. they end up through uh, the help of Seven of Nine, they end up actually kind of... Commandeering. Te temporarily <laughs> commandeering the ship away from that asshole, Captain Shaw. And uh, 
get dropped off, so to speak. They kind of <laughs> they used Captain Shaw's ship as like an Uber ride uh, and get dropped off at the uh, po- point of where they can get as close as possible to where Beverly was. They locate Beverly's ship. They get on there. They find that she's in critical condition, but she's in like a uh, stasis. Yeah, stasis pod. That's basically like what's keeping like con. Yeah, that's basically what's keeping her alive. Um, then they find out that they're not alone. They are not alone. There's somebody else on this ship. There's somebody else. They, uh, some young guy with an, with an accent takes, uh, Ricard, uh, Ricard, <laughs> takes Riker, <laughs> takes Ricard, takes Riker hostage and, uh, you know, cause he doesn't know who they are and everything. Jean-Luc does some quick talking, explains that he's there to help and everything, and, exp- and kind of figures out that this this person is not an enemy. This person's obviously an ally of... Who cares for Crusher. Yeah, who cares for Crusher. Um, guy puts his gun down. Just for good measure, Will Riker gives him an elbow oh. to the face, which is classic awesome. Riker, yeah. <laughs> to do that. And uh, when they question him about who he is, we get left with the cliffhanger that he says, I'm Beverly's son. Now, this is not Wesley. It is not Wesley. Shut no? up, Crusher. Yeah, shut up, Wesley. <laughs> so it is not Wesley. This is some other guy. and uh, About 20-something-year-old. Yeah, yeah. Roughly, he looks like he's think? about the age that uh, would line up probably with around the last time that that Jean-Luc and Beverly had lined up uh, the last time that Jean-Luc and Beverly lined up. Yeah, yep. exactly. So are we being set up for this is going to turn out to be Picard's son? Because once again, this is very wrath of Khan of them. If so, because it's just like Kirk showing up and meeting David mm-hmm. for David Marcus for the first time, mm-hmm. not knowing that for 20 some odd years or whatever, his son has been out there. Yep. That's a, that's man. That's a real thing here is if, if that's what it proves to be, it's like, what are they trying to say about the Trek women? You know, is that they're extremely headstrong and independent and you know, they got no problem, you know, cutting the dad out for a couple of decades you know it's like it's like one of the doing by research to the guy it was like oh the cursing the cursing is so much that this is a family show this family's like no it's not <laughs> all these women walking around half naked leaving their baby daddies out in the lurch like this is no family show are you kidding me yeah i don't know that i would consider I uh, that i don't know that i would consider <laughs> trek I mean, it is, I guess. I mean, it depends on I to me it doesn't to me it doesn't bother me that that it's I, I don't know. When I was a kid, I never cared about the half naked women. Like it never really phased me, I guess. I never thought about it. So I guess it's still a family. We're just aliens. Yeah. I but. mean, yeah. Well, anyway. <laughs> so point is, um, Hang on, I'm getting this. So <clears throat> that's where things kind of get left, really, is is with that. We don't know what's going to happen with this whole terrorist attack thing. We just kind of get left with the implosion, explosion, whatever you want to call it, sucked into the vortex kind of thing with the Starfleet Academy. Uh, we get left with this whole I'm her son thing and and at, well the last scene I guess I should bring up is as P- 
Picard and Riker kind of trying to process what's this mean with the sun thing. Uh, the enemy pursuants that have been supposedly pursuing uh, Beverly and her son show up outside their ship, and it's a big old scary it's a looking spider ship. ship. Yeah, Ugh, I don't yeah. like it. Yeah, so. That's been, I don't like it at all. <laughs> yeah, it looks very spider crabby. Yeah, in a way, it looks ominous. You know, very. so anyway, that's where we're left. I mean, it it was there was a fair balance of. I guess there wasn't a ton of action, but there was just enough action to kind of let you know that, like, okay, they mean business. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of stupid people out there. They're going to say it's too slow and all this stuff because they just have. I no. thought it went by very fast. I thought this I thought went it was by, very well paced. I thought comparatively that this episode went by much faster than any of the previous Picard episodes from one or two. Yeah. So for people that complain, because there was a lot of complaints that they thought that Picard one and two was too slow and mm-hmm. all this, which I don't agree with. Sometimes it was a little slow, but this did not feel like that at all. This this felt like it was an hour long and it felt like a half an hour. Like I couldn't believe it was over. Yeah, I was already. like, what? No, wait, there's got to be more. This hasn't been 50 minutes. Are you crazy? Right, right, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, you know, th- I think that's a good thing for, for those out there. If any of you are watching this and, and or listening to this and haven't started watching the show yet, you know, be, not- you know, take notice of the fact that this moves a lot quicker than the other ones did. Um, I think it looks great. I don't know what it is about this season, but something about the overall look of it, the the colors, and I know you had one complaint about that we'll get into in a second, but I thought that... I have a couple. I thought that overall, I really like the look of it. I like the the... Maybe I'm just enamored with getting to see ships again, like the Titan <laughs> and, and, the, and the space station and all that. Um, and maybe it was just because season two, as much as I, I did generally like season two, it was all so earthbound and set yes. in our time. And so it didn't have that feel. Not the Trek in the old days didn't do that, didn't right. go it, back yeah. in time. But for some reason that it just, it took me out of it a little bit. There was a lot of times where I was watching season two and I didn't feel like I was watching Star Trek. Agreed. It didn't mean I didn't like it, but it didn't feel like Star Trek to me. Um, it felt like a modern show that happened to have some Star Trek characters in it and stuff. So, yeah, so I really like the look of it. You said you had a couple of complaints. What are your complaints? Um, one is it is so dark. Why does it yeah. have to be so incredibly dark? Like when Rafi was like looking down at her hands, like I don't even know what she's looking at. I can't even see it. That scene. I, I don't and particularly that scene. I, yes. I didn't feel like the rest of it was all that dark. I feel like it was dark in the times when it needed to be dark. On Beverly's ship is kind of dark, but they're under attack. Things are breaking down, shutting down. I, I, I get it. Uh, it, all the Raffi stuff when she was in that bar, in that club and everything, it was really dark. I mean, I felt like that was just realistic to the setting, you know, because it would be dark in there. It's a, it's a drug den, you know, that's, it felt all dark to me. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I can see why that would be when I was looking up like the photos and stuff and I was trying to find, I mean, that picture I had up earlier of Rafi talking to the drug dealer, that was like the only good picture I could find because (laughs) everything was so So dark. dark. 
Um, yeah, when he's talking in Laris and stuff like that, it was dark. I mean, I get it's at night, but why does it have to be so dark? It wasn't that dark on Next Gen. Well, you know what I mean? I mean, I guess that's a cinematic way it is now, but yeah, why? Why? Because see, if that's you, so but dark. See, but see, if you but it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be like to be early dark. evening, and it's you know late afternoon, early evening, and they're in the chateau. I I like that. I thought I thought that it's dark, but I thought that the overall look of it was so cinematic. Whereas, man, I'm sorry, I know you love it, but I go back and I watch next gen episodes, and they 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 look so corny. They look so goofy and dated because everything is that bright, you know, UPN channel looking kind of filming quality and stuff. And in 20 years, that's what this is going to look like. Yeah, um, probably. Or 40 years. In, in 20 is. or 40 years, I'm not even going to be able to see anymore. If, I, <laughs> if I'm even around. If we're yeah, alive. I'm not even, I'm not even going to be able to see. So I ain't worried about what it's going to be like in the future. But, um, but my other... Mm-hmm issue was really i noticed it in the very 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 first scene when we saw crusher's ship yeah and it had that that nebulous thing behind her that orange thing okay um and like the background all that looked amazing right amazing and then her ship just kind of looked place like it's two different styles that they use to animate these things yeah and it looked her ships looks more cartoonish to me than to match the background that it was. And it looked okay. literally like old original Star Trek where it's obviously a model Okay. on the thing. I don't know. It's just, they just seemed out of place in two different kinds of drawings or animations, whatever. And there was a couple times the ships just look weird. They don't, don't really? look right. Really? Like in the up close parts of it, it looks great. But when they're far away, they just don't look right to me. That's funny because I I didn't get that at all. Like really? that, no that that wasn't like a thing to me at all. So. As soon as I was like, oh, what is that's odd. Hmm. And it looked like a, you could see the string <laughs> holding it down. There's just kind of hovering there. Really? Because see, yeah. I mean, like looking at like looking at the like I said, looking at the Titan. I, I mean, can't I, see it. It's too dark. I got. <sighs> <laughs> I can't see it. Good grief. I thought that looked beautiful. Like, I, to me, that looks awesome. I think that looks great. I, and again, if that's a close-up shot, I can't tell. <sighs> I see. Okay. Well, in any case, I think it looks good. I, I don't... I, I think you're crazy. So, but you're entitled. You know, that's fine. That's fine. You can think Anybody out there with me? Oh, I'm sure there are, because people usually disagree with me. <laughs> <laughs> about stuff but anyway um i don't want to run too much longer with this we've already been running a little bit long so anyway yeah. everything did you did you notice jordy's daughters in oh it? that was at, at the helm the pilot yeah that was jo that yeah. was awesome that was yeah was, was sydney it sydney laforge yeah sydney yeah. yeah i think that's his daughter's name yeah i always it's funny because wasn't that wasn't that even a gag in um in an old uh episode in fact, it might have even been in the last episode of Next Gen. Was that was when he was yeah when, when he was Ricard in the vineyard. Was, yep, mm -hmm. and he's talking to Jordan. Couldn't get her name right. He couldn't get her name. Yeah, he kept screwing up her name and stuff and yep. everything. Yeah. Well, now she's grown up and she is uh, she's like the Sulu right of the of yeah. The show. And then we met his daughter. 
in one of the movies. That's right. Doing the same thing. It's kind of cool. Another yeah. throwback to the original series. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And again, it's kind of Star Trek uh, Rathacon as well, because in that one, on the inspection uh, trip, uh, Kirk ends up meeting Scotty's nephew. Uh-huh. You know? Because yeah, the one that died yep. and everything. Yeah, because he held his post when the trainees ran. <laughs> I remember that. I've I've seen Star Trek II so many times. <laughs> so many times I could quote that whole movie. But anyway. Um, so, yeah. Overall, I think this is great. Um, this is a really good start. Yes. Um, a lot of questions. A lot of uncertainties. Uh, a lot of hope on my part that that Captain Shaw is going to get ejected into the cold uh, <laughs> vacuum of space because boy, boy, oh boy, I hate that guy. But um, yeah, here, li just look at his face. Look at him. Look at that jerk. I can't can't stand that guy, man. So I don't There's know. Sydney. Yeah, Sydney was there, and then yeah, and and then Ugh. him. Yeah, Ugh. exactly. Now you see him. Yeah, it's anyway. We'll see. We'll see where this goes. But um, yeah, thanks for checking this out. If you were if you were watching this live with us right now, or if you watch this retroactively, I'm sure a lot of people are because the episode is so new and people don't want the spoilers. If you watch this in a few days or whenever, um, feel free to leave a comment down below. We also have a group on Facebook called the Geeking Squad group. You look it up, and the links are in the description. Uh, it's free and open for anybody to join. As Just long don't as, be a Shaw. Yeah, don't be a Captain Shaw. <laughs> you know, be a be a be a Sydney, not a Shaw. Okay, <laughs> like that would be so much cooler. Um, so we welcome you all there. Let us know your comments on the show. Let us know any of your theories about where you think this show is going to go, or even if you've heard some spoilers or rumors or whatever. Feel We're free. Open. Yeah, feel free to share them with us. Especially this one. Who knew? I suddenly we've. We've done Freaky Swapped, Friday here, right? yeah. You know, she's the one that's got all the, you know, it's like, tell me what you know. And and I'm just like... Beating people up on the street. I, yeah, and I'm just sitting here like, I'm just just along for the ride, you know. Um, but yeah, that's that's about it, everybody. Uh, we will be back with... Next week at this time. Yeah. Yeah, we will be back next week for sure. Whether or not it's going to just be the two of us, we are not certain, actually, because... Let's see if we get Maddie in here. Matt is into this. He is into the show, unfortunately, because... Today of, was no good. Yeah, today wasn't, you know, the, to the tomatoes were no good. You know, <laughs> he got me the tomatoes, the tomatoes are no good. No, he had other stuff that he had to do today and everything. But he may chime in with some comments uh, after the fact. Uh, hopefully, we'll get him... On next week, if he's not live with us, maybe he'll be in the chat or maybe he'll just uh, maybe he'll film something separately. I don't know. But I know Matt wants to be involved in this, so he will be here. And with that, I think uh, that's it. I think, yeah, as they say in Goodfellas, and that's that. Till next week. Till next week. Live long and prosper, everybody. Hold on, can I do it? <gasps> you did it. Oh, see, look at this. She can even do that now. Can I do it two handed? Oh, oh, oh. Wow. Okay. I think you've been replaced. Yeah, I'm a... I think you're some sort of shapeshifter or something. I'm, I might be. I don't, I don't trust it, folks. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm getting out of here. Ah, <laughs> bye.
You're listening to the Prescribed Films Podcast Network, home to hundreds of hours of free podcast entertainment. The shows on this network all have a common goal, providing you with the best discussions about movies and other forms of entertainment media. The PFPN hopes to fill your ear holes with audio joy. Visit our website with links to all the other amazing shows at www.thepfpn.com. Thanks for listening.